All right, here we go. This is Joseph, and you're listening to That Story Show. You ain't that funny. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. cooking pizza. I turned into a bat and I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, how you doing podcast people? This is That Story Show where our main purpose is to brighten your day with hilarious real life stories. This is episode 277. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison and my bro host is here. Hey, I'm David. So happy to be here finally after four years. I know, man. Like... Welcome back. We missed you. Thank you. It's okay. It's the I mean, holidays. Once again. John's it's a holiday. Here. Yeah, it was the holiday. I had a birthday. Uh, we have a three-year-old now, Lydia and I. Wow, uh, it's, just, it's you know, been it's that great. long, huh? It's been that long. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, a three-year-old grudge? What are, what are you talking about? Oh, I know no. You, I know no it's kind, of, it's kind of like that movie where the interstellar, where he goes down to the planet and he comes back, and it's been like 17 years, and the poor guy's been sitting there. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. But anyway. I haven't seen that. But I'm so glad to be here. I am too. I'm glad we could make this happen. In spite- I'm, I'm glad we finally got John off. Yeah. That, that's my, that was my goal. <laughs> that's true. How many years has it been? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. And you know what you ask and you shall receive. It's um, old about school 10 years. This is nobody's yes. listening for reals mm-hmm. right, right here. Uh, we always start with an opening story. So here is one called ear dysfunction. Um, Let's call it something else. Hello, James, John, and David. Sorry, there's no John. Uh, We were driving the car, and we were listening to Christmas music on the way home from shopping. And this ad comes on and says, if you are 30 years old or older and suffering from male pattern baldness, you probably also have erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Quickly changing the station before received any more education not suited for the younger viewers in the car. Mom spins the yeah. dial. And then from the front row of our minivan, my middle school aged homeschooled sister. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. There's too many clips to play for that. Uh, she pipes up. Hey, Mom, what the heck is a reptile dysfunction? <laughs> <laughs> As I said, my mom and I turned, as this was said, my mom and I turned to each other, locked eyes, and silently willed one another not to laugh. And then my sister chimes in again, using her imagination. Is that where you're bald and your scalp gets all scaly and gross like a lizard? And then she continues in an attempt to be funny. Or, or maybe it's when your snake and lizard get sick. Yes, that's it. That's it, little that's sis. exactly what it is, hon. It's it. A lot of bald-headed guys have problems with their lizards. <laughs> There's a stereotype there. Yeah. So they have to have their lizards looked at by a doctor, and they get medicine <laughs> to help them with their lizards. So uh, stifling laughter. We listened to more Bing Crosby, and Good. I stopped li- laughing, and I thought, I'm going to call that show. Any- uh-huh. Anyway, Good thanks for-, for everything. The show helps me through hard days of college. William Michael. Mitchell. Mitchell. Logan Mitchell. Mitchell. Good so, job, Will. Yeah. Good know. job chiming in on that and uh, really catching that one. Well, saving because, that innocence, you know? Yeah, because it, it's it's so gone so soon now. Yeah. And especially on reptile dysfunction. It, it's um, not something people talk about very much. No, 
No, because those millennial reptiles are taking over. Yeah. And they're defunctionated in the minute. Well, I know I don't have reptile dysfunction. And- <laughs> I don't think I have. I haven't been checked, but I don't think so either. My Jay. reptile's doing fine. So good. good. <laughs> Just in case you wanted to know. I- Next question. Uh, How's your reptile? How's your reptile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make sure you check with your friends and make sure they've had yes, their their yearly exam. Yes, their reptile. <laughs> I almost call it because it's ear dysfunction. I almost called it ear rectal dysfunction. <laughs> and well, my my question is, I'm starting to get these on my Facebook. Okay, these these uh, these advertisements oh, for, for said old guys. Reptile- yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm only 35. And then he's saying here, if you are over 30, and I'm like, oh my gosh, know, you know, man. talking about getting older. Dude, I got five years till I'm 50. God bless you. And you got a couple <laughs> more years before you can retire. <laughs> oh, I retired years ago. Oh, good. Good. I'm a loser forever. <laughs> no, uh, hey, let's rewind the week. Rewinding. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first because okay. we just we just talked about getting old, right? Yeah. And so this is perfect. This is something you and I talked about. James and I was on the phone, and we were. Ta- I was talking about man. I'm getting these like little little um, skin tags. Yeah, skin tags uh, underneath my eyes. They're not bad. You wouldn't notice them, but I notice them as I look at myself every day. And so uh, Doctor James then tells me, oh. <laughs> Just take some some snips, yeah, scissors and some, cut them off. Some little fingernail scissors that curve outward, and baby, I think you actually told me baby fingernail, baby scissors. fingernail scissors. Yeah, they're curved. It has the curve. You flip them around to where they cu- cut circular away from your face. Yes, you, you pull that little knob out and you cut that stalk, dude. And, and do you know- <laughs> one, two, three, snip. <laughs> no. Do you know what? The funny thing is that your procedures are so accurate to what you told me originally that I had known you've written some policy on this somewhere. (laughs) Some of how to do this. It just exists in my head. Yes. So I get home that night or that evening. I forgot the phone with you. And uh, Lydia's home. We ate. And then I go in the bathroom. And I'm washing my hands, looking at my eyes. I'm like, you know what? I wonder if I have any of those scissors. So the door's closed, <laughs> locked, fans on loud. So if she does hear my scream, it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. And I grab them and I don't, I'm the kind of person like, I don't, I don't put alcohol in anything. Oh, that's it, dumb. Okay. Well, you're supposed to dip the scissors in alcohol. <laughs> well, that wasn't in your policy. It wasn't the in there, was it? Me. I forgot. Here, here's, here's my one simple point about Darwinism. If it was correct, I would have been dead a long time ago. You know, <laughs> I'm just telling you. So I take them and I pull my little skin tag underneath <laughs> my eye. I know. And this, because it's myself, but talking about somebody else's, whatever. So I grab it with my left hand. I put the scissors there and I'm like, James, and, and it's like you were a voice in my head. It will only sting for a second. It only stings for a second. Yeah. Only stings for a second. So I'm like, okay, well, the pain can't be that bad. So I I snip it off okay. real fast, and there's blood everywhere. Oh. I accidentally stuck it underneath my eye. No. Went, no, I'm joking about all that. Anyway, <laughs> it snipped right off, right off, no, just a little peck of blood. 
And um, I've been going around all over everybody's body and snipping them off. I've been asking people at work. <laughs> hey, you want to? Do you have any skin tags? Yeah. I have a seven-step program. I have a collection, little little sandwich bag. <laughs> <laughs> yuck. Yuck. My mouth is watering. Make, not make, for a good reason. I'm making a dip for our Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's chewy because it's so <laughs> old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm drinking water, but I'm about to throw up in it. <laughs> Mm. so yeah i so i it say uh, it, it did and uh i have a couple of bigger ones mm-hmm. that i want to work my way up to yeah um uh they yeah so i'll get there one day yeah you just put a little dab of toilet paper on it and uh like <laughs> like if you cut yourself shaving yes why you're shaving yes yeah and it's all good you don't need to That's go to a awesome. dermatologist now let me just do a disclaimer here uh, no, <laughs> that that story show is not condoning any kind of medical practice or suggesting that you no. use scissors on yourself at all. If you do so, you did it because it's your idea and you're stupid like us. And you're an, you're an idiot. And like we're us. not responsible for any loss of eyeballs or blood or no. skin tag pate. But I will send you James's step by step PDF. <laughs> <laughs> I got to add something to it. I forgot about the sanitary part. (laughs) Dude, I've cut them off my armpits, my my back, my back of my neck, uh, everywhere. See, see, my question is, I never thought about cutting them off myself. So tell me, Mm -hmm. how did you come to that point where you're... I I didn't want to deal with a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, and a little self-surgery sounded... (laughs) sounded wise <laughs> for some reason Ooh, well it would and, and that's one thing i think about too I now that i am getting older i prayed if you you seek the lord's face no and i didn't i knew he would say no <laughs> go to the doctor stupid that's what he'd say <laughs> oh my gosh that's not anyway. what that's not how faith works dummy no you idiot <laughs> yeah you don't put yourself out there and just hope I'll just make it up, make up the difference. <laughs> okay, tell me yours because we can go on skin tag conversation for the next two hours. <laughs> All right, so um, I call my dog Magic Trick. We have a we have a new puppy, and I call her Magic Trick because that dog, I swear, can disappear or reappear at will. Um, yes, I'll let her out. I'll call her in the house. And, and nothing. And then I turn around and she's behind me the whole time. Um, of course never saw her come in. Well, that, that happened today, but it was special. It was, it, it's been a joke. I mean, my wife loves calling her magic trick because her name's Leia, but she has a ton of nicknames. One of them's tiny. One of them's magic trick. And, uh, mm-hmm. so I take the dogs out. They don't want to go out. It's raining. I kick them down the stairs like a loving yes. dog dad does. <laughs> Get out there, take a shower. Go go freaking get your paws wet, you know, whatever. Um, so anyway, big dog, he he's old, he knows the deal, he does his business, he comes back up waiting at the door. Little dog likes to find things to chew on, be stupid, looking around at stuff, thinking about what she can bring in, because her goal is to bring in the entire backyard one piece of mulch at a time. Yes, yes. She brought in half of a bird's nest the other day. It was so gross. Um, I don't know how she does it, but she does. She makes it through. So anyway, she's under the porch. She's wasting time. It's sprinkling. I'm like, come on, let's go. Nothing. Come on, let's go. I'm up the stairs. Come on, let's go. I open the door. Come on, let's go. 
I noticed she has peed by the front door previously. And I'm, um, so I leave the door open, the towels and the wipes and stuff are right there. I never uh-huh. leave the door. I wipe up the pee. I, I wipe, I, I, I sterilize the pee area as okay. per my wife's PDF. Uh, <laughs> she, has, she has instructions too for hazmat cleanup. <laughs> I never leave the door. I walk back out. I'm like, okay, dog, come on, come on. <laughs> You know, whistling the whole thing. I'm like, okay, screw it. Slam the door. And uh, Done. I walk, I start walking toward the kitchen and boom, there's the flipping dog <laughs> sitting snugged what? up in her dog bed with like five things around her. Like she's been there for 10 minutes. It startled me. I laughed so hard. I don't know how that dog snuck past me. I was there the entire time. I swear the dog has magic it's a ninja dog. It's a ninja dog. It's a ninja dog. Dog went to Hogwarts before you found it. <laughs> she's, I think she's a animus. That means she's actually a human in, in, in animal form. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. But thank you. But that, that's weird though. I got a, I got a kid living in my house <laughs> that knows magic. It's not good. So anyway, well, I, the only other thing I got is last Monday. I went down the stairs and when I say I went down the stairs, I mean, I went down the back porch step steps. And, and when I say I went down, I'm, I mean, I fell down and <laughs> I, I weigh a pretty penny. I weigh several hundred pounds of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I weigh about 285 pay it pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many pennies that is, but, but when you, when you start to go down, and fall, um, it's a big deal. Yes. And, and and I grabbed both. It was icy. I grabbed both of the handrails and my hands held, but my body kept going because of all of the motion, all the, of the momentum, the, the momentum, yeah. the object in motion tends to stay in motion. So my butt goes down like two steps. My, my hand, my arms just stretch like freaking stretch uh, Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm on a, what is it when you're on a uh, escalator and the yes. and the escalator arm rests don't move the same speed as the floor? <laughs> oh, yes. But you're like, I'm gonna hold on. And by the time you get to the top, you're like bent in half, you know, somehow stretched out. Well, yes. I I went down on my on, not on my butt on on the area just above at the belt line. Just hit that big thick muscle right there on the corner uh. of a step. Slip down a couple more. And just pulled every muscle from my wrist all the way to my chest uh, and my lower back. And um, this isn't funny. It's just old people talking yeah. about their crap. And and I've, <laughs> you guys are just gonna have to make room yeah. for old James for to, the reality to complain <laughs> about his old man stuff. Because um, I've fallen down several times. There's been several stories. Well, the last one, I don't know if you were on the show back then, uh, but I tripped on a sidewalk, fell straight forward oh. and rocked forward on my belly. My face touched the ground and then I rolled back down my belly. My daughter laughed and said, I looked like a, like a, 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 a penguin that, that went to slide on the ice and it didn't slide because my legs rolled up behind me like a scorpion tail. And I went back down. So I, I fall gracefully. Usually this was not the case. And um, 
it was it was rough. It was rough. And and those you feel like the next day. Oh, dude, I'm you still f- feeling it. My wrists it are still hurts. jacked up. And and I watch kids fall. I you know I pick up my I pick up my kids every day from school, drop them off. I see a half a dozen kids every time fall down, just bust it, just you know on the ground tripping over something, bumping into somebody, and 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 I'm just like, oh my gosh! And they get up and they just run, and I'm like, I like, remember like nothing. I remember nothing. those days, and and you 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 just fall and you roll it off and you get up and oh I got a scrape. Who cares? I didn't even notice at first, you know. Yeah, it only hurt yeah. when I noticed. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely different now, and and I and I've decided that when it comes my time. I'm not going to die this slow bedside table family surrounded me kind of death. No, I'll be naked and I'll be (laughs) stepping out of the shower and they will find me doing the splits. Uh, I will look like a scoop of ice cream on a, uh, on a Twizzler (laughs) and they'll just find me humped over all ridiculous. So how did he die? Well, he died clean, clean, clean. He was a clean man. And uh, he drip dried. So. Poor fella. <laughs> Just it's going to be humiliating, no matter what, because all my jump but business is going to be out. And yeah, and, and I'm I don't know. I'll be dead. Everybody's like, I don't care. I'm gonna be in heaven. I'll be looking, and I will be embarrassed. <laughs> they said there'll be no crying there, but they didn't say that we, we wouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> so. I fully uh, expect a few angels to be snickering off the side. Oh yeah. Ones that were kind of thinking about going the wrong way, but then they said at the last minute, no, let's stay with God. You know, there's gotta be a few angels like that up there that oh, were, yeah. that were kind of way in there there. And so they're still kind of bad, but they got away with it. They stuck with the right team. Those yeah, guys, yeah. those guys smoking cigarettes behind the, the mansion, you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to have that. I don't want those. To- yeah. That's not my guardian angel. I want <laughs> no. because because when we were born, we put it in a quest for a certain type of yeah, guardian I, angel. I want Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a as an angel. Yes. <laughs> that kind of guy. I want if they for uh f- if 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 God could ever design the Moana the the demigod. Character. Oh Maui. Yes. Yeah, what yes. can I say except you're welcome? He would have to He's, sing to you all the time, though. I work with a guy that looks like that. Really? Yes, and uh, we call him that. He's about four feet tall, about five feet wide, and he is is Puerto Rican, hmm. but he looks just like him, long hair and everything. Samoan it's, it's dude, kind of, huh? Yeah, he's well, he's he. He looks, I thought he was Polynesian when I first met him, but then I found out he was from Puerto Rico. So it kind of, I'm sure he's not offended on a racial basis and I'm sure you won't get um, a call from HR. Probably, probably not. I mean, he probably didn't even know what Polynesian meant to be honest with you, but so I got away with that one. (laughs) Just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it should be counted in the same class as when somebody tries to guess, are, are you British or are you Canadian? Are you American? I think it's a compliment, you know? I consider it a compliment. Yes. Some- I always hate doing the, uh, the pick the accent. Yeah. And one time I, one time this, this, uh, Scott, no, this Irish guy came into work. Hey, you know, what part of Ireland are you from? He's like, I'm not Irish. And I'm like, where are you from? He said he was English, but he was so far North 
uh, of, sounded... of England that he was really close to Scotland. So he was raising that kind of mixed um, accent stuff. Yeah. And, and he was so insulted. Because, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah, like, you know, the, the rivalry between Ireland and Scotland and the English and all that. Okay. But, oh, man, he, he was super ticked. I thought he was going to go complain to me. <laughs> or not not complain to me but complain complain about yeah i would have um well imagine here in the <laughs> states we have just our every state has its own stigma it, oh, it, it's yeah. known for good things but it's known for certain kinds of people like everyone in maine is annoying and crazy for yes. instance everyone i've ever met and if you're from <laughs> maine i'm sorry you're you're probably crazy maybe not annoying but yes, they're just definitely. weird and people from Georgia are backward and ignorant and uh-huh. the best people to cook for you ever in life. Ever. Florida people are all over the place. There is every kind of Floridian. They're all nuts. They're all doing something stupid. That's that's all I know yes. there. Like, hey, hold my beer. Video this. Alabama. I've never been there. But if mm. somebody asked me if I was from there, I would be offended. <laughs> you must be from Alabamies. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone I've ever met from Alabama, they talk like this. They they have an extreme accent where their mouth, <laughs> their whole mouth, is a, a part articulates of it, yeah. the, every single possible syllable, and it sounds it's amazing actually, but it's a little <laughs> bit annoying as well. I well, don't sound will- like that. And if you told me, "Hey, are you from Alabama?" I'd be like. No, I am not. I am James from <laughs> somewhere else. New Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Maine, you dummy. I'd rather be from Maine. I I would. Because Florida's like the melting pot of everybody. Yeah. All the northerners come down here. So and then they they mix within the, the, the natives and then look what happened. And then South Florida is a whole different country. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's Cuba, Dominican Republic, and Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's so cent- you central- have to Central yeah, oh, Florida yeah, yeah. is snowbirds and rednecks. Yep. Uh, and then Florida. Florida what? Northern Florida is just southern Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. They, I've heard it said anything south of Georgia is not the south anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I heard that too. And I'm like pretty country. You, it's pretty you, country in Florida. Oh. All right. Well, those were great. And um, I have decided that I am really hungry for some skin tags too. So. Uh, let's, yeah. let's uh let's do some featured story action here let me tell y'all a story let me tell y'all a story all right so david's gonna take the reins he says he's got some random crap that he's gonna squish yes. all together and make us uh a, a, an entertaining um segment so yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is definitely random, and I started taking notes of everything that come up, and I'm like, that's a really good thing to talk back to being old and getting older and, and all that. And every time I think of an old man, I think of a old man with his shirt tucked in his underwear inside of his pants oh. wearing short. Okay? I don't do that, by the way. Well, let me tell you something. There's something to it. My 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 father did. My real dad did. My mom told me. I don't know why she told me that out of all the things I wanted to know about the dad that left <laughs> me when I was three. <laughs> that he tucked yeah, his. Mom, here, tell here, me that. Here's something demeaning. <laughs> to, to, 
about your father that you can be proud of. Anyway, so I uh, accidentally did it one time because in so here in Florida, when the winters come, <laughs> we don't ever I don't rarely ever wear a jacket. I'll I'll layer. Well, yeah, it's like 73 today where you're at. So when it got down to the 40s and 50s, I just put an undershirt on my work on my work shirt and then I would tuck everything in. Well, every time I uh, kept um putting everything together, belt and all that jazz, my undershirt would come untucked because it's shorter. It's shorter than my overshirt or my work shirt. Oh man, you got to get them extra long tees, dude. I know. I know. They're great. So I said, you know what? There's got to be something to just shove in your uh, undershirt in your underwear. So I did. Uh, okay. I did. I did. And it, it worked brilliantly until when I um, am reaching up to grab something off the top shelf, I give myself a wedgie <laughs> every time I'm about extremely uncomfortable, something you probably look by, you probably look behind you like, what, what, who did that? The, oh. the devil got me. <laughs> it, it, it was like all day. And then I said, you know what? That's enough. So I went to the bathroom and untucked everything and got it, everything normal. And then, you know, it, it's like that wearing that wristwatch for a long time, and then you take it off, and you're like, I'm missing something. Right. No, I didn't go back and put my uh, undershirt back in my undies, but I did learn a life's lesson that you can give yourself a wedgie without giving yourself possible. a direct wedgie. It was amazing. It was so in there, projected, <laughs> that uh, it, it was very uh, yeah, it was very uncomfortable. It felt like ten grit sandpaper was uh, <laughs> up, up, up between the cheeks. <laughs> But Man, that's what I so, need right now. Yeah. A tinkerit sandpaper? Yeah. I, 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 I go to the doctor soon to have my final grape removed, as we've talked about. Uh-huh. Yeah, because this is the show that I'm just going to talk about all my gripes and complaints. But, yes, you know, you live with something so long, you just eventually have no shame about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been a long month and, and a half, and it's terrible. And I can't I wait. My surgery is next week. Um, I'm going to be live streaming and no, no. no. <laughs> but they're going to put me under David and, uh, Good. and then invert me somehow. Ooh. And, uh, and live stream it, put definitely. a, put a wide mouth funnel in there, I guess. And uh, oh. just get it all stretched open and, and they're going to just figure out what to do. And I they're hope gonna, they're going to get all up in it. Yeah. It's uh wedgie. I'll wake up and I'll feel Life will be back to normal. I don't know if it'll ever be normal again. <laughs> well, after that, hey, at least it's like it's it's really hard. I think me and you've talked about this. It's hard to unsee something. It's hard to forget something. Yeah. So it's better. Like I have to go for my my colon checkout this year. Yeah. And um, I I I asked like straight up, more so for my anxiety than anything. Um, you're putting me under, right? And they're like, yes, we'll put you under because I know. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I couldn't. Well, I, I survived them not putting me under and it hurt Ah. so bad that I almost passed out. And I literally cried after the doctor walked out because I felt so violated. Oh Um, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, I don't cry, but I cried. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So so I said, yeah, you're putting me under and we're going to deal with this that way because I, I can handle pain. But that mm-hmm. was the worst. 
That was the worst. He, I don't know what gauge of pipe he put up there. <laughs> I don't know if there was a threaded end on it. I, I mean, it was oh my it, God. when it came out, it felt oh, like 10 grit sandpaper. But the, oh, oh my God. Speaking of dog. No, no, wait. No, no. Speaking of scissors. <laughs> no. I told you I'm comfortable talking about things now. Yes, um, yes. There has been the day. There have been the days where I'm like, I just need to grab that little grape <laughs> and a pair of them scissors. Oh my god! But I'm yeah. so afraid that gravity and and the amount of yeah. of of uh, red liquid that would ease out of me yeah. would be yes. that I might literally kill myself. So <laughs> you you would, and then you would be coming out of the shower, and that that's it. <laughs> Puddle of uh, puddle, puddle, puddle of blood. cherry syrup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what were so, you going to say? So the so I am now going down to our wholesale accounts for the they're like in Orlando and about an hour and a half, two hours south of us. So so I'm out in the road now every Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I I see a, a lot of crazy stuff see a lot of stuff that I don't normally see in Ocala mm-hmm. and they, they probably have a St. Louis, but they have E ER scheduled appointments, you know, like yeah. call ahead at a restaurant, right? It's awesome. Well, how is that awesome? Because it's like, well, what do you do? Like, Hey, I'm going to ride the four wheeler right now, honey. Can you put that uh call ahead <laughs> about two hours from now? You know, like really, like, what do you, I don't get it. Like All how- right. when I cut my finger pad off almost completely uh my wife called around and found the place with the lowest wait time and she put our name in and when we got there we waited maybe five minutes and they they were ready for us it's just like putting your name on the wait list and and it's like you're already waiting in line before you walk through the door (laughs) what don't scoff at it it is awesome I it does, but to me, my original thought was, who the heck knows <laughs> to schedule like, in advance? Well, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and put this one in because me and only kind of uh, crazy lately. Yeah, been feeling kind of crazy. Like I, I just don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's it's. Well, yeah, it's I, I see what you're saying. It's like when I was going back the back down the back steps. There was no way I could have known that soon I would be in need of possible medical attention. <laughs> Emergency wise. Sir, yes. sir, when do you anticipate your accident? Um, I don't know. Three. I'm just not feeling lucky today. <laughs> Three forty-seven p.m. <laughs> two days. From All now. right, we'll be ready for you. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, we'll have the band aids. I guess it's different when it's like, you know, you chop your hand off, you're automatically put in there. Well, I think so. most emergencies are sudden and accidental, right? Yes. Most. So I guess it that proves my point of, you know, <laughs> it's not a call ahead service though. It, 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 it sounds like it's like a restaurant call ahead, you know, <laughs> Hey, we're on our way. Get the table right. Uh, how many Bubba's your, bleeding out. How Hurry many up. in your party? Well, he was one man. Now he's two. So <laughs> when he put him back together. Yeah. So talking about scaring people, there is um, every morning I get to work. Uh, I get to work around six thirty, and there are um, 
sometimes the the parts are there, my stock's there to check in. Sometimes they're unloading it. Sometimes they're not there at all until a couple minutes later. Well, it was like really much later than normal. So I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs. And backstory is that anytime we know somebody's coming into the parts department, especially the parts guys, we always act like we have our cell phones out and like we're going to pop them as soon as they come in, like fake guns, you know? What? As a joke. Like, so if I'm there and then I know one of uh, the other guys that works there, we always try to pop each other, like acting like we have little guns. And we're like, oh, I got you. I got you, you know, because do you, you, do didn't you shoot each other with the phones or are you hitting each other with the phone? No, we're just acting like we have a, a pistol in our hand. And oh. then if you can creep up on somebody and get them, then it's kind of like the game we play. Oh, OK. All right. that That's allowed. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not talking about an active shooter. <laughs> yeah. Like a I it would be cool to have the nerf thing, but I think that would be frowned upon. But anyway. So, um the so one morning, uh my stock wasn't there when I get there. And so I'm waiting around and then I hear somebody outside the uh the door and I'm like, "Well, it's you know, it's the same time for one of the other guys to get there." So I, I creep out the door. I have my phone in my hand like a pistol. And I come around the corner, and there is our delivery guy with a pallet jack. And he thought that he was about to die. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not in on the joke, right? No. <laughs> and I'm creeping around the corner like a SWAT team. <laughs> leading i'm all tucked i'm all tucked in and then he looks up he has a pallet jack and a pallet in front of him so you know how like a pallet jack you pull it obviously to pull but you can push and it won't stop like right it, it, they'll have there'll be a little bit more play so he like stops the pallet and fall almost falls down onto oh. the pallet and he's this little dude and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry he's like i thought you were about to kill me he was like from uh from Trinidad or something. He's like really, really thick accent. I, I said, I'm so sorry. I thought you were one of the guys I was, I work with. Oh, I, I about killed. He about had a heart attack. Poor fellow. Oh man. But he hasn't, he hasn't dropped off parts in a while. <laughs> I don't know. PTSD. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's, he got diagnosed. I just imagine you becoming a cell phone assassin. You're in your, in your office. That's it. You're, That's it. You're, Boom. You're opening a black case. You're, you're assembling your phone. You're putting the case on oh, yes. the screen protector. <laughs> we should totally do it. Put, I'll definitely get fired on that one. Putting putting it on mute so that no one can hear it. You know? Yes, it'll be silent. <laughs> Good one, James. Good one. Hey, I got one every now and then. So my final, and this is this has been a year in the making, this one. Okay. Um, last year, uh, f- for uh, last year's Christmas parade in Ocala, we were able the dealership I worked for. We were able to uh, drive a really fancy car. Mm. Lydia and I drive a really fancy car in the Christmas parade. That's cool. And so I I told the guy that headed it up because we're friends. I said, "Hey, um, whenever they have it next year, Lydia and I would like to do it again because it was just super fun. We're in the parade, we're waving at people, we're throwing candy and all that stuff." Yeah. And he's like, "Okay, cool." So then this year comes along and he doesn't really want to do it. And, and I'm like, come on, come on, we'll do it. We'll do it. So he, uh, kind of set everything up and, um, then he got an email after emailing the people that he was supposed to email to get the permits to be in the parade. And it was our, uh, our events coordinator for the dealerships. There's like 16 dealerships and she does all the fundraisers and toys for tots and all that. So she sent an email 
that the city of Ocala sent her that says that says what that that said BMW of Ocala the three dealerships are no longer allowed in the parade what? for Ocala right due to uh rudeness and um Oh, what was some other stuff? They just started like really slandering us. So what had happened was last year we were just going to be in the parade. Okay. Just going around waving um, and all that stuff. Then all of a sudden, so we're stacked up, ready to go into the parade. And here comes this woman. Like she looked like a coordinator of some sorts, uh, but she was for city of Ocala and says, I need the keys to your car and your wife needs to get out of the car because Lydia is sitting in the car. And I'm like, okay, hello, I'm David. Who are you? You know, we. I was driving thousand dollar car. You were driving what? I was driving a hundred twenty thousand dollar car. Yeah, that I was liable for. My friend was driving a hundred thousand dollar car, and then another one was driving like an eighty thousand dollar car. I'm not giving the keys to anybody yeah. because I'm the one liable for this car. I'm on the clock, and it, you know it's all the right way. So she comes up to me and starts saying that, and I'm like, okay, well, who, hello. How are you? Uh, you know, what do you need to the people that head up the uh, stuff in Gainesville and that your headquarters in Gainesville? I'm like, okay, well, what's the person's name? Well, I can't remember her name. And then, so this whole plot of you need to give me the car. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm no. And, and then she started making like pulling names up of. I'm like, show me the email. One, our headquarters is not where she said it was. Right. Two, she made up a name that nobody that I know within the within the uh, the company, and uh, so she wants. I and this is what I think what happened. She forgot to get a car for um, one of the head honchos in the city. Oh. Uh. And so she's like, I need a car now. You're going to give me a car. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to give you anything. I don't know one. I don't know who you are. And then um, we were, I was like, I'll help you out and you can put somebody in the car and we'll drive fine. And so that's what we ended up doing. But then they wanted to set some manatee, manatee, uh, what's it called mascot guy on the on the on the convertible top which costs more than what i make in a year you know and so i'm like no and then the police uh came over wow because we we knew one of the cops so we started talking to one of the cops and so all this big story okay so that's what happened the email <laughs> that um well no the lady that went to go the coordinator for my dealership went to go get the permits they told her all this that we were rude, we were arrogant, we didn't want to help. We uh, that we were yelling at them. They had to bring the police over, which we knew the police guy, so we were talking to him. So all of this stuff has happened, and um, everybody associated that was there within the the six people or seven people that were there within the uh, within the dealership and within those three cars that were in the parade, we all witnessed the same thing. Right. And so now we call it the parade hunger games because we got kicked out of the, of the hunger of the parade. And so it was like, it was just so nuts how people want to do that and just make up stuff. And I told her, I was like, I don't mind helping you because I'm here anyway. But uh, finding that out, we were all kind of happy because it was such a chaotic event, but it was hilarious that uh, I won. Our general manager didn't even come and talk to us because he knew, he knew that one, we wouldn't do that. 
Um, That's awesome. we, 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 we weren't rude and all that stuff, but Oh my gosh. And I wanted to be in it just because it's fun. But as soon as I hear that we got kicked out of the hunger games, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of sad. <laughs> so that, uh, so, so it sounds like you got the same lady that I got when I went to Disney world one time, no um, Lord. I went to Disney world and I tried to get in and I didn't have my ticket with me. And I asked if they could look it up. And she, she's like, star, star, excuse me, star, star. She wouldn't let me talk. She's like, sir, yeah. you have to have a ticket. We do not have the reference. And and I'm like trying to explain to her how it can actually happen and that she's looking up the wrong name and, and she would not. I start, I have news for you. I have news for you. <laughs> and so and she's from the Netherlands or something, but uh-huh. uh, she's famous on the show. She's Norwegian lady is what we call it. Yes. But uh, it sounds like you had a, her sister there in Arcala. i did yeah she, yeah she's in central we Florida need your now. car right now no explanation <laughs> just give it to me i am the boss of the parade I'm well the- it was so funny that she was trying to tell me to tell my wife to get out of the car that's what i think what's irritated me the most because yeah. i went into the protective mode i'm like one yeah. don't try to tell my wife what to do she's a grown woman and she will curb stomp you right here if you don't watch out <laughs> um but uh but yeah it was just it was so funny because this is Ocala. We only let white people in the parade. <laughs> yes, exactly. Get her out of the car now. <laughs> and then she came German real quick. Yeah. Das car, go. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, so that's all I got. It, well, it was, it there, was there's an old bumper sticker that says, uh, actually, it's probably a printed out Xerox that's been Xerox several times. I've seen it in offices that, uh, that a mistake on your part does not necessarily constitute an emergency on my yes. part. Yes. And, yes. and that's ridiculous that they caused you all these problems. And then she went back and whined and complained about you. Like you were the problem in the first place, you know? Oh yeah. He wouldn't just oh, give yeah. me the keys to his hundred thousand dollar car, even <laughs> though I had no credentials and I could have been anyone in the world. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what happened. And, oh. and she got all, she got all butthurt about it. And then, um, you know, we're, um, I'm truly surprised that we haven't had a sit down meeting with him. We the, were representing the dealership. Yeah, that's that's messed up. So, well, whatever. that's LBB of the week, then. Definitely. That's a little louder than I expected it to be. That was amazing. But that's that's our LBB sound from now on. Ah, <laughs> goodness gracious! Well, thanks for that collection of stories. I appreciate yeah. it very much. Um, let's do some listener stories. Okay. All right, this one's called The Return and Ending of Deer Deer. I was going to save this for when John came back, and I think I might. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to save it for when John came back. Because last week he told a story, David. I don't know if you heard the the podcast uh, about a girl hitting a deer and killing the deer and the deer's baby. And, And it was his weekly update. And I'm like, John? And I scrolled to the top of the notes. I said, look, it says it right here. This is our show where our purpose is to brighten your day with hilarious real life <laughs> stories. John, what's going on? So um, all these people have written in and phoned in to defend him, which I knew they would do. And because yeah. uh, everybody's on John's side when it, of when course, between him and me, they're going to, they're going to choose uh, him every time. <laughs> uh, good luck having a podcast without me though. Uh, yes. All right. This one's called tardy club. Hey, James, John and David. I have a story uh, about the week I was supposed to take my sister to school. 
you see, we only had one car back then. So for one week, I had to drive my dad early about an hour to work and then drop my sister off at school after that. So Monday began. I was bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to start the week. I don't know what that means. Bright eyed and bushy tailed. I've heard it my whole life. Whole I don't life. want to ever want to be bushy tailed. I'm or good with bright eyed. You know, I, I want to <laughs> have my eyes alert and clear. Um, but bushy tailed. No, uh, no, I don't want bushes anywhere near my tail. So, uh, I was ready to start the week. I, I, I dropped my dad off at the morning at work and then I got on the freeway to head back home to pick up my sister. Things started to look a little funny on the freeway. However, when some of the buildings and signs didn't look familiar and I saw a sign for the city, I was certain you are now leaving whatever oh. town. Oh, Doggone it. I thought to myself, I had taken the right freeway, just took the west end instead of the east way like I was supposed to. I, I, I used to do that when I first started driving all the time. <laughs> all the time, especially north and south. I'd get confused. Which way did I come from? And then I'd uh-huh. realize it just after the split, you know, just after the fork split. Oh, so, that's bad. Anyway, panicking, I turn around, I booked it home, and my sister was not happy as I dropped her off take her into the office to walk to the office lady to sign a tardy slip. So sister's not uh, happy because she's tardy. That's a big deal, man. It's a big is. deal. They listed on your report card. Mm-hmm. My kids, they, they've been tardy. I mean, it's my fault. And they yell at me. My kids yell at me. <laughs> Dad, you gotta be ready. But then most of the time I'm ready to walk out the door and they're late. Do it's I yell them. at them? No. no. You know why? Cause I don't give a crap whenever they, <laughs> It's not on your report Y'all want to be late? You'd be late. Um, As I dropped her off, I had to take her into the office. And uh, the next day, I had a fresh resolve. I knew where I was going. So I dropped my dad off and picked my sister up. And I was happy to finally get it right. Until a policeman pulled us over. Wait a minute. I, I have that somewhere. Let's see. Nope. Nope. There we go. Quality podcasting right there. <laughs> I, uh, so I picked my sister up. I got it right. The policeman pulls over. Did you know your taillights were smoked? Which I'm glad he explained what that meant. He says yeah. in parentheses, spray painted black. He asked, uh, I did know. I did know. But my friend who had swore it was legal. Oh how is that legal? How is that ever going to be legal? Covering... <laughs> Your brake lights in, in plastic dip. I, I don't get it. Anyway, it obviously wasn't legal. And I grimly accepted the fix it ticket. And I drove my sister to school, sheepishly walking into the office for a second time oh, to sign no. the tardy slip. <laughs> Day three. I'd had enough. <laughs> I was going to get it right today. Dad got where he needed to go. And I was going to be early to get my sister. I wore a confident and smug expression until I got to the <laughs> Canyon Road. Dun, dun, dun. I think I have one of those. Yeah. Jeez, wait, you're on it. I'm on it today. Uh, I got to the Canyon Road, and then there was a car ahead of me, and several cars behind me stuck behind a train track. The train, no. the train, and I counted, was 100 cars long. I <gasps> kid you not. Right before that. But before the train completely passed, another train came along from the other direction about another hundred cars long. I had been defeated for the third time that week. My sister and I walked into the school office, embarrassed and frustrated. It sucked going to that office again. 
as I went to the sign the slip, the office lady who had handed it to me now knew us as regulars. <laughs> we were called the Tardy Club. Hope hope you guys enjoyed the story. Thanks for reading on the show, Trevor from California. Tardy Club. Mm. I've never Well, the thing is that it pops up to me is like just think about held up, saved from what you what you did not get involved in a car wreck a, a deer running out in front of your car so you know? you're just trying to turn it into a positive then huh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i would have been ticked too but dang <laughs> all right john uh john uh we we got another lbb i'm gonna play the song uh, okay <laughs> that's your go Oh, okay. Um, I know you don't do this anymore, but I had to send in my LBB, and it is as follows. My class has to make board games for their end-of-year assessment, and I was in the process of making cards on a website that claimed to make free cards. I had logged in and done everything, and they were going to charge $5 a card. I mean, seriously? Love from Australia, Morgan B. P.S. Metris. I don't know what that means. Meters. Oh, <laughs> he's just stupid. He's just throwing in his Australian stuff. <laughs> Meters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So let, let's see. <laughs> so he did all that work. Right. And then and, surprise, right. if you want them, they're five bucks a piece. I've oh, done crap like that. Oh, yes. Ugh. Def- Websites. Blech. LBB of the year. People that. The internet. Prom- yeah, they promise you stuff and, and you click on it and they're 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 no. still wearing clothes and it's not even uh, not even sucks. risque. <laughs> there the housewives don't want to get to know me. No, <laughs> they don't. A Russian bride wants to marry me. Yeah. Uh, what, what that that trick isn't crazy for whiter Mm-mm. teeth. Uh, there's nothing. No. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, this is called phone on bottom. So one day me and my girl scout troop were doing a ropes course at the Cape May zoo. I had so much fun. I was very tired. We walked slowly to the car and we were supposed to pack a disposable lunch. So my friend had thrown out her lunch bag earlier before. Here is some background information. My friend cannot live without her phone. Yeah, of course. That's everybody. I, I, I went to pick up my daughter without my phone. I felt naked. Isn't it weird? It, I was so scared. I'm like, I'm going to get stopped somewhere. I'm going to get pulled over to the side of the road and I'll be able to call anybody. I don't know what uh, I'm going to do. I don't have my phone. I don't have my uh, shopping list. I don't have anything. And then I realized my daughter had her phone. And I was like, okay. And I calmed down. I was well, I want to tell you one thing real quick. Um, vitamin Water is offering 65 days with without uh, a smartphone. Yeah. They will pay you 100 grand. If you can go 65 days without a smartphone. 365 days. Oh, 365. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Ne- yeah. Nah, not worth yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, s- sorry, smart middle schooler. I had to inter- it's all right. interject. Uh, so as we were walking to the car, she stops. She gets this worried look on her face. And she says, where is my phone? I asked her where she had it last. She says, well, I had it at lunch. I immediately sprinted off toward the trash can. This is a good friend right here uh, that she had thrown her lunch sack in. Just to be safe, I peered in other trash cans along the way 
They were all empty, and I began to worry that they might have cleaned out all the trash cans. Oh, no. Luckily, when we arrived at the trash can next to the lunch table, we saw a brown paper bag inside. The bag suddenly began to vibrate and light up. Yay! (sighs) I practically gagged, though, when my friend lifted the giant trash can lid off, stuck her hand, and lifted her phone out of the yogurt-covered lunch Uh. bag. It had turned out her half-eaten yogurt had spilled in the bag and due to the warmth of the day had begun to smell. So that stuff goes bad quick. Yes, it does. It's already bad, actually, if you think about it. So to wrap it up, my friend threw out her phone and we had to retrieve it. Smart middle schooler. Yeah. So I I really like this story because um, last week I talked about when I lost my keys. And I was going to tell people about it. And I, I found the perfect opportunity uh, after this because David and I, my friend David, uh, drove three and a half hours down to the Southern Missouri campgrounds for a missions conference thing. And uh, I wasn't involved. I just wanted to go. I just wanted something to do. And so I went. And on the last day, he had a big two-hour meeting. And I sat in the lobby of the hotel in a chair. And I did artwork on my little tablet. It was a great time. Just, you know, it's nice when you can get away like that. Cause I didn't have any kids to worry about. I, I had no chores that I needed to be doing. It was just free, great trip, great free trip. time. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm sitting there, he had gone out and thrown all our luggage in the truck and, uh, he comes back after his meeting and I'm like, it's time to go. And I pack up my bag and I check my pocket, dude, I don't have my keys. Oh, David, you remember you, you, ha- I don't have my game back to you. No, no. You, you took the stuff out and then you went uh, to your meeting. Oh mm. uh, no. I thought, I, I thought I gave, I don't remember now. Oh my God. It's a horrible thing. All right. Well, now we have to go through your entire morning and you know, every, when's the last time you remember having them on the table at lunch? Okay. Let's go downstairs to the lunchroom and dude, we're, we're digging through the trash. It's all been replaced. We asked the guys in the back that are washing up and they're like, yeah, um, everything's out in the dumpster. He says, uh, so, you know, you might have to check out there. So we, we, we first go back and retrace all our steps, looking up at the carpet. We sat and David even, um, he took the seat out of the, the cushion out of the seat I was sitting in and he ran his hands along the seams, you know, there underneath, uh, mm-hmm. where the arm tucks down in, he put it back. He flipped the chair over and wiggled it and all this kind of stuff. Nothing, nothing. Um, I'm like, David, I swear you didn't give them to me. He's like, all right, then we need to go check. Cause the last time I remember having them was on the table maybe. So, uh, luckily all the trash bags that in the dumpsters that we had to jump into, um, luckily they were all clear and we could pick nice. out the breakfast ones. They had orange juice boxes and biscuits in them and a lot of <laughs> gravy that was smushy. And then there were the lunch bags and we pulled them all out of the trash can. David actually is the one that jumped in. I I was on the outside and I'm digging through with my hands. It just, it, sometimes you try to keep your hand clean and other times you're like, I can wash it later, you know? Yes. And this was definitely one of those times we're three and a half hours. We're talking about, you know, already discussing options. We either have to have somebody drive three and a half hours down to meet us with keys, uh, which is going to be time and energy and gas money. Wait, your car yeah, with him? My truck. Oh yeah. my God, James. I didn't know that. that. This has gotten 10 times worse now. Yeah. 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 Oh we're, my we're, gosh. we're both together and uh, we can't even stay the night 
because our stuff is locked in the dumb truck. <laughs> we are totally screwed, man. And so I'm digging. That's why I'm like, I can watch mine later because I'm digging yes. through lettuce. We had hamburgers, tomatoes, patties, tons of unused buns and cookies and all kinds of condiments and, and napkins and probably scabies oh. and God knows what else people have in their mouths. I don't know what scabies are or what they do, but <laughs> if they're in your mouth, that's gross. Um, and to, but to no avail, to no avail. Uh, we put everything back in the trash can as a common courtesy. And, uh, as well, you should. And uh, I, it, it was funny because on the way there, I'd been telling David about my prayer life. I'm like, David, I have been praying more lately because I have simplified my prayer life. I said, I don't know if this works. I wouldn't suggest it to anybody. But now I just say what I need to say. And that's it. Yes. And if I need to say it more often... I just repeat what I said. And so it kind of sounds like chanting almost, David. I said, but I feel like I pray more because I'll just be like, God, please help my wife's job. God, please bless my wife and help her at her job. God, please help my wife's job, please, please. <laughs> and that's kind of what I pray, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I don't I do not do like I used to. I used to try to put on a performance like, dear yes, Lord, yeah. I come before thee today. And I beseech thee in thy great wisdom to bless my wife in her employment. <laughs> Here are several ideas on how you can do that. God, I don't know how you are going to do it, but please, maybe you could fire that one lady and make her fall down a cliff. Or perhaps you could <laughs> bless her to overcome the, the annoyance of that one said lady. You know, I, I had all these ideas. Now I just trimmed the fat and it's just, I ask. I say all that to say, we were downstairs. We were all out of options. I said, God, Please help me find my keys. This should be easy for you. Just yeah, help me find nothing. my keys. So I'm like, I'm going to retrace my steps. And as I'm retracing, the thought comes to my head thick as snot. It says, you sat in that chair for two hours, wallering around, you know, shifting your weight, moving your legs back and forth and back and forth. David did a precursory look inside the crevices of that chair. But I should go up there and I should try one more time. So I did, you know, I went up there and dun, dun, dun. There's 500 teenagers sitting in the lobby and one of them's sitting in the chair. All right. I don't want to deal with a bunch of MK teenagers and be like, Hey man, can you move? Cause I'm, I'm looking for keys. So I just didn't feel like dealing with that, that just that teenager crap. Cause they were just very proud of themselves over there being happy and teenagery. <laughs> And, uh, but, but not 30 seconds later, all of them get up almost like they're in a trance and they walk out all together and the whole lobby is suddenly empty. And I go to the, to the chair. I lift up the couch cushion. I stick my hands down the sides, nothing. But then my hand, as it's going forward, falls down a little bit. There's a hole. There's a hole down there in the upholstery. And I stick my hand down there and I wiggle my fingers and my finger just brushes the frayed end of my library keychain card. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I <laughs> grabbed the keys and retrieved them from the core, the inner workings of this daggum chair. <laughs> Prayer works, people. There's no way I would have found those things. Never, ever. They would have been there for 10 years 
and no one would have known. They had thrown that chair out and never heard those keys in there. So, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know That's why. Awesome. Why did I say all that again? Oh, because she stuck her phone in a bag of yogurt. I forgot. That, so, that was a segue. There. I just hope that was a blessing to you and, <laughs> and just help your faith to just and, and strong. I hope strong. it messed up your prayer life. And <laughs> uh, I'll read this last one. This is called church name. Um, hi, my name is Jed. I'm 30 years old. I just found your podcast and I love it. And I was listening to the story John told about people fi- filling out application papers for background checks. And it reminded me of a story of my dad from when I was a kid. My dad is a very godly and sincere man who teaches and knows a lot of scripture, but he doesn't take himself too seriously where he can't laugh at himself. So that's cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're just country folk who love Jesus. But the church we uh, went to had a particular denomination. And then that denomination was putting on a statewide men's service. And the men who wanted to come had to fill out an informal form of name, street, church, and etc. The reason for that, I don't know, but I remember passing my dad's room as he was filling out that paper and him getting a little upset because he messed up and he knew he had messed up. Here's what the paper asked. Church name. He wrote in Brother Lee, which is what everyone (laughs) called him at church. (laughs) Once he wrote that, he realized that they were actually asking him to know what church he went to and was affiliated with. He began laughing at himself and he was embarrassed that he would have to explain why he needed another form to his buddies at church. That was a long mm-hmm. time ago. And it's still a joke around our family and our church. Keep up the good work, making my day better with your stories. Hope y'all get a laugh out of mine. Like I do yours. Jed from Kentucky. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Great story. Good one to end it on. <laughs> That's what <Yes>. I say. <laughs> oh man. Thanks David. Thanks, for, for being for able to record me. today yeah it, it went by quick I, I feel like it did yeah. even with my very long key story which i i realize now could have been a could have been a um featured story but whatever <laughs> it wasn't it's that okay. good hey send that's your, why people love us that's true it's true we're random send in your stories to that story show at gmail.com or call them in at 2095nlcast ThatStoryShow.com is our website. You can follow us on Twitter at That Story Show. Review us on iTunes. If you want more great shows, visit NLCast.com. Thanks to our patrons for your support. And special thanks to producers Jennifer Kennison, Carrie Wright, Zane Estrada, James Spangler. Become a patron today at Patreon.com slash NLCast. Hey, uh, and remember, when you, uh, when you want something weird, crazy, annoying, boring, whatever happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. And then that'll be awesome. Um, yes. People wanted ideas for shows at the end. So um, here, do you have any stories about skateboards? Do you have any stories about broccoli? Do you have any stories about refrigerators? How about times you've drank water? Have you had any uh, girlfriend troubles? How about job interviews? Um, have you ever fallen down the back of your stairs? Have you ever had a grape? Have you ever done any self-surgery? These are all great story ideas, and you can send them in. So, till next week, this is me and David. We're saying goodbye. We miss you, John. Goodbye. Yeah, John. Peace out. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.